everybody to a totally crunken GTRTP, the one that only 90s kids will appreciate. I am your host for this one, John, he, him, pronouns, and I am joined by my tubular co-host, Leah, they, them pronouns. And and let's meet our playas. <laughs> I am not going to respond to that unless you pronounce the R at the end of player. Sound off, playa. No! <laughs> oh, God. Uh, hi, I'm Lara Page Turner. I'm an actual 90s kid, and I'm full of regret. <laughs> and hello, I am Moss Bosch, uh, they, them pronouns, and I put on a flannel and a band shirt just for this. Hell yeah. I was oh, already wearing a flannel. Pronouns. Foolish me. Uh, she, her <laughs> pronouns. Thank you very much. There you go. The ritual has been complete. We are ready uh, to move into our game. And our game, the session that we'll be playing is Damn the Man, Save the Music, a game by Make Big Things. Um, game designed by Hannah Schaefer and Evan Rowland. So today we are going to be playing as rebellious youths uh, who are also the employees of a of a record store who has seen better days. Um, playing out what may just be that record store's last day. There's going to be chaos, accelerating problems, and um, a bunch of starry-eyed, hopeful kids uh, just trying to make it in the world, uh, repair their relationships, and achieve their dreams. So, uh, without further ado, do we want to get into it? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Also, for the listener, we have a playlist of 90s tunes that we can hear, but Hell we yeah. cannot. Uh, so we may occasionally break into little little bits of uh, fair use length <laughs> song. Indeed. This this podcast is best experienced with a, a Spotify 90s playlist playing in the background. Or something on vinyl, if you're really cool. Exactly. A vinyl mixtape of 90s music. <laughs> yes. So, um... The uh, first thing, of course, that we have to do is uh, let's establish our safety, our uh, safety rules for the game. This, I think, is going to be a pretty lighthearted adventure. So I don't think we're going to be going. I don't think we're going to be straying anywhere too far off the path. But um, for this one, uh, damn the man, save the music does have a couple of safety rules uh, that it includes. Um, most prominently is like a version of the X card. So for for this, it's known as like exercising veto power, where anybody ha- like anybody has the ability to just say like veto out loud, and it's time to drop the content that we are uh, like working with and go in a different direction. It's always okay to ask for clarification, but you don't but you don't ask for justification. Trust your fellow players to know what's challenging for them and work together to find an alternative. So. Uh, Once again, we're working in a virtual space right now, so obviously we can't, like, touch a physical card in front of us, Um, but I do have Discord open, so feel free to message me a big capital X if you want to, Um, and I will will stop things and we can, I'll, like, readjust, or of course just say, like, veto if things are uh, going in a direction that feels uncomfortable and that you don't want to explore. Um... Yeah, uh, do we want to touch on anything specific, do we want to touch on any specific content that we don't want to get into, or, uh, do we just, like, trust each other to, like, kind of figure this out? 
the fact that we've played together before helps because yeah. I know I have I have practice getting to be in shared game spaces with all of y'all mm -hmm. uh, and using tools. Uh, I wanted to ask a thing that I think could come up in this game, so I want to ask for an opt-in and see if it's cool. This is partially because I myself, as a human being in the world not in-game, am currently kind of sleep-deprived, <laughs> uh, and because of the setting of this game, I was wondering if it's cool if my character is stoned, at least some of the time. I am okay with this. Yes. I support this fully. <clears throat> Fantastic. Wonderful. <laughs> I didn't figure that would be a problem, but I wanted to get an active opt-in to have a character who is full of weed yes. at some point during gameplay. <laughs> Enjoying drugs and drug substitutes. Yes. <clears throat> yes, I'm not actually stoned, but that's only because I felt like that would be rude to do without letting y'all, my fellow players, know that I was going to be on a substance while playing a game. Yes. I'm going to be a professional and by being really simulated only, stoned. <laughs> John only looks really stoned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for reference, folks, John is wearing shiny mirrored sunglasses indoors as we record this. Yeah, you can't see my eyes through this. You can't tell. <laughs> They're even red shiny sunglasses, so if your eyes were red, how would we know? The substances that I'm on are are completely anonymous. Taking a screenshot of John, posting it to the Twitter account, <laughs> no context. <laughs> Just so everyone sees where You this... look like an extra in Hackers right now, John, is what you look like. Oh, I, enormous compliment. Thank you. The first time I saw Hackers, I thought, hey, Johnny Lee Miller looks like my good friend John. <laughs> So this I is only adding to that perception. Mm -hmm. Love it. Uh, if you listen to this and you haven't seen Hackers, do yourself a favor. I think you'd enjoy 100%. it. 100%. Hackers uh, is such a good time. I mean, it's definitely problematic and has not aged super well, but it's still a fun ride. So. <laughs> Hit pause now. Go watch Hackers. Yeah, exactly. I, I feel like, yes, it has its own messiness, but it also has, in my eyes, a charmingly utopian vision of what, like, teen hacker internet revolution could look yeah, like. Yeah, actually, so, though. <laughs> there's pros and cons. Also, it seems, it strikes me as a piece of media that is more trans than maybe the folks making it realized at the time. There's a ton of gender in that yeah. movie. <laughs> there's very much gender in that movie. There's a, there's a person who insists people call them by the plague, which is like the most non-binary name <laughs> that I can think of. Agreed. <laughs> so what's our next step now that we have checked in about the ways that we're going to keep each other as players safe while we are characters. Well, I think it's time to introduce what this is going to all be about. And this is the big day. So, this is going to uh, this game is going to be taking place at Revolution Records, the kind of place that is on the verge of closing since opening day, located down that little side street in the part of town your mom doesn't want you to visit. We all know that CD Emporium has been sniffing around, looking to turn this place into the kind of corporate boy vending machine vending machine that we hate. If we don't settle up with the landlord this month, then we're out, and Emporium is in. We've got one chance to keep the music playing. At 11 a.m. tomorrow, the Big Shot is going to walk through these doors, and half of the town will be in here to get his shitty signature on their shitty records. If we can sell every one of them a CD, then that might be enough to float us for another year. You can't fix capitalism with capitalism. We gotta burn this place down so they can't turn it into a CD, whatever. <laughs> so the question is, can we make it through just one day without a huge fucking disaster? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> like Ma says, we've all played together a lot, so that's... Mm -hmm. that's we'll great. see. Um, uh... 
This isn't a game that automatically means the characters are doomed, so I will not automatically make our characters doomed, but y'all know that I love to watch things watch things crash and burn in faces. <laughs> I'll be happy whatever happens. So, um, of course, uh, we are playing an RPG, so it is time to create some characters. Um, we have some pre-made char- we have some uh, character sheets that uh, our character that our people will be choosing from. These are all archetypes that you would have seen in like uh, like '90s kind of like character sitcom comedies. High fidelity or a John Hughes movie. There you go. But anyway, um, with the magic of editing, we have assembled our characters. Boy, have yes. we ever! <laughs> yeah. We certainly have. They've got rich backstories. Yeah, employees, sign off. Let's start with the family tree with the eldest. Yes, as the most senior employee here, technically speaking. Uh, So yes, this is Moss. I will be playing Randall. Randall is the Space Case playbook. um, And he is a 22-year-old who's been working at the store for roughly three years. He keeps quitting to go to Burning Man and then getting hired back again. (laughs) Randall wears obscure band tees, worn-out flannels, and army surplus boots. He loves post-industrial music. His goal is to find a venue that will display his weird experimental metal sculptures. And he is connected to our other players, but let's introduce them first, I think, before we explain how they are all twisted together. Uh, sure. Why don't I jump in? I am Randall's younger sister. Uh, this is Lara playing Tess. Uh, who is 17, who is an overachiever, who does not appreciate her dirtbag older (laughs) sibling and their ways. Uh, She's been working at this store for approximately one month. She already has more responsibilities than everybody else, including the boss. Uh, She likes to wear a uh, plain t-shirt with a blazer over it, kind of a cool English teacher chic, (laughs) and she will not tell anyone, but she really does love those boy bands and their their ways in general. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, As for what I am interested in, um, I think that that CD Emporium is up to some shady business, which is why I'm going to take it upon myself to hack into their records and discover what's going on. Hack the planet. <laughs> yes, uh, I am Leah. I'm going to be playing Kimmy, a.k.a. DeBomb. Uh, I am the same age as Tess. I'm 17, but I've been working here for a full year, and for 11 months of that year, I have appreciated Tess's uh, older sibling like they have not, because their dirtbag ways mean they sell me uh, drugs. <laughs> yep. uh, one drug. The the most okay the drug, kush. which is marijuana. <laughs> Kimmy uh, is kind of a punk wannabe, wears a lot of like military surplus that's all torn up and patched. Um, really likes Hole a lot. Probably likes Nirvana. Oh wait, we said we were gonna make up band names. <laughs> Shit. You, you describe that, your that, genre. Uh, says she's into girl grunge, but actually, like when they're alone, probably listens to more boy grunge. <laughs> um, uh, yes, yeah. So I am playing the aspiring poet, uh, and my goal is to get someone to buy my poetry zine. So I've got kind of a side business here. Much like Randall is selling drugs, I am pushing my little poetry zines on customers. Yes, exactly like weed is a poetry zine. Yes. Since can hardly tell the difference. World. Yeah, so we're kind of already uh, tra- trailing together the relationship aspect, as we've noted. Randall and Tess are siblings. 
So the dynamic there is very much that Randall, in spite of being a whole five years older, is horrifically uh, not responsible. <laughs> and so I think probably there might have been a past era where it was at least like, drive your sister places, but now Tess is 17, so we probably don't even have that going <laughs> Um, in the same way. So, yes, tons of responsibility in many parts of our life, including our now shared job at the record shop, get dropped onto, onto Tess because Randall uh, is incredibly inconsistent. And also, Randall is selling weed to Kimmy, or rather was, for the <laughs> one year when they worked together. But for the past month that Tess has been here, Randall has begun refusing to sell drugs to Kimmy because he does not want to get murdered by his younger sister. Um and I'm I'm just having Randall be a he they that might be like mild, mildly out of out of pace with the time but it's late 90s and Randall's cool. cool. Pronouns are cool. <laughs> pronouns yeah. are cool. Pronouns are dude. <laughs> but like intentionally not just in the shitty way people use that in the real world was like I call everyone dude. No, Randall is dude and intends to be dude and shall continue to be dude. Yeah. Stellar. So yeah, so that that does some of the duo relationships. What about the relationship between Tess yes. and Kimmy? So Tess and Kimmy are, or were, inseparable childhood friends. We were very uh, close back in the day. Lived on the same block, walked to school every day, did a lot of the same after-school activities, uh, but now they're about to both head off to college. This is, I'm imagining, like the final summer. They're both living at home. Uh, and obviously Tess has a lot of, like, lofty academic goals uh, and values that over their friendship. Uh, Some of us have uh, post-secondary graduate intentions <laughs> that they have to oh focus God. on and don't necessarily feel that being dragged down by a poet is good and for... Some of us are doing the real work of finding the beauty in the world, man. You can't find that in a, in a, in a textbook in a, in a textbook campus. You can't find it in a textbook. You only find it in a poetry book. Or like an English textbook. Or a really good joint. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. My poems that I don't sell, I roll up and smoke. Mm -hmm. Or in a metal sculpture that you can also set on fire. That's where real beauty lives. I helped build some of those at the burn I went to this year. <laughs> Dope. I have, st I have never been to Burning Man, but I... Uh, grew up as part of a multi-generational activist street band, so I have been friends with a lot of burners. I'm drawing on some real-world experience in terms of creating Randall's vibe. Uh, like, late teens, early 20s me was friends with a bunch of old stoner weirdos who built strange sculptures in their off time. Burns are the best. It... None of them sold me weed, though, I want to be clear. I'm not <laughs> ratting out anyone from my life. I was a weirdly responsible teen. <laughs> and speaking of weirdly responsible people, let's talk about the boss. Um, so we have, uh, in addition to creating our characters, we have also built two primary players in this game, which are going to be the boss who owns the store and the big shot, who is a kind of a has been, but was once a really big deal music star who is being brought in for a record signing later today. Um, so, uh, let's talk about Dan Dan, the record man. Um, <laughs> Toucan Dan, Denimo, Boss Man. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson. Um, Dan, Dan Dan is our boss. Um, he is uh, <laughs> rather hor horrifically permissive with what he allows his employees to get away with. Since, you know, he is hip, he's with it, uh, and he is definitely still very cool. 
(laughs) (laughs) Unfortunately, this also means that the store is in disrepair, the budget is a mess, and things are being held together with shoestring gum and the tenacity of one 17-year-old overachiever. Yes. (laughs) Dan Dan dresses in Tommy Bahama all the way. He is a socks and sandals kind of guy. Because it's practical and comfortable, you know? Um... (laughs) And all of this behavior masks uh, an extremely unsurprising, probably could have guessed, deep underlying dissatisfaction with the way his yes. life has gone. <laughs> um, how are they? How do they feel below the surface? Um, a a roiling a roiling quiet storm of dissatisfaction. Midlife crisis in, imminent. And per, perhaps the record store is, in a way, a midlife crisis. Defcon one midlife crisis. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> So that's that's Dan Dan. Our next player is our big shot, Aquarius. Aquarius Rising. It was was his stage name uh, coming up, and he's an aging glam rocker. Um, was once big was once big on the field, but unfortunately found themselves through no fault of their own uh, in accidental magnet for tabloid for tabloid situations. Uh, kept being found near and around the scenes of drug busts, mysterious deaths, infidelity scandals, you name it. They were uh, they were all over Weekly World News. Their their bandmates who were tired of these shenanigans asked him to maybe uh, chill out being around these situations. So he did the only thing that was uh, reasonable: kick them all out and pursue a star-studded solo career, which has been going um... not ideally, considering he's here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They look the they appear um, lightly embalmed and with thick eye makeup. Um... <laughs> And uh, what do they want to get out of this day of a record signing at Revolution Records? Why a paycheck? Of course, a paycheck. <laughs> they gotta, they gotta still pay them bills, baby. Yeah. So in that, we are aligned. <laughs> there is indeed a kinship between these between these teens and Aquarius Rising. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, and with all of our characters uh, having been assembled. It is time now to move into setting up the first trouble. So Revolution Records is, is a store in trouble. And uh, it is time to figure out exactly what kind of trouble we are in. I will be shuffling a deck and drawing a card from it. And the suit is going to represent one of the store's four troubles. Depending on which one I draw, this is going to be a, this is going to be a, a trouble that has recently uh, escalated, like in the store's recent past. So maybe in like the last week or something. So let me draw my card, and I've drawn clubs. Clubs is the commu- is the community. So everybody, mark down on your sheet. Um, the the community trouble is at a level three. So, um, the other, the other trouble, uh, markers will be, uh, denoted as one at the moment. Um, and over the course of the game, over the course of the game, um, you all will be trying to prevent disaster by preventing these numbers from going up. Um, every time we have a scene that resolves, if the scene has failed, um, then I will draw a trouble card, uh, and increase the number, uh, and increase the number of that, uh, trouble by one. Um, I will also be drawing a card at the end of every act. 
if any if any trouble progresses uh at a fi- uh at a five or above at the end of the game, then the store uh collapses. Don't worry though. At the end of, at the very end of the game during our epilogue, there will be a chance to reduce this number, if you are able to uh, achieve your dreams. That is. So uh, let's talk about what might be going wrong. Some potential. Some potential. Oh, uh, I should say the four kinds of trouble. Um, so the four kinds of trouble are community, money, morale, and the boss. So right now our community is going to be at a three. And there's, uh, there's a number of things that could be going wrong. There could be a uh, competition with the new music store, uh, imp- uh, CD Emporium coming through. Uh, it could be the gentrifying of the neighborhood. It could be a lot. It could be complaints from a neighborhood community cent- uh, from neighborhood community group who doesn't want our no good music store here any longer. Um, what, uh, what do y'all think might be going on? I mean, I feel like it's nice to keep things tight if we can. We have this CD emporium. Yeah, and they're up to they're up to something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are funding uh, fake protesters who are uh, like anti Satan. Oh <laughs> There's a CD emporium psyop going on. Oh my god! <laughs> I, mean, I was just gonna say they kept having really good sales. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That works too. <laughs> let's yeah. Let's keep let's keep them funding. If it goes up to like a four or five, process. maybe they have a psyop. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> CD Emporium is undercutting us yes. with like distressing regularity. Yes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't add up. Oh my god! What if they're doing like a, a what was it called Be Kind Rewind where they're recording like Kids Bob esque like very similar <laughs> oh. band things. <laughs> And selling them super cheap. They're like way more. They're way more like mainstream appealy than we are, mm-hmm. and they're like they're milking that hard. Yeah, no, I, I like that. To the parents of this mm-hmm. city, like your kids are going to ask for Nirvana, and you're going to come home with like Never Enough. <laughs> you're going <yeah. laughs> to come back with. with it's like getting something out of like the Nirvana. discount bin of like the video game, <laughs> the video game store. Yeah, they've got the well-meaning grandparents market. By the throat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that that lo- that that quadrant of the music industry. <laughs> yes, that ever important quadrant. All right, cool. So the uh, the trouble that has been escalating is the competition with CD Emporium. I also want to let everyone know that when the phrase CD Emporium was first said in this recording, I definitely heard it as CD, as in like a sketchy place oh. Emporium. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we call it yes. to mock it, but it's a little hard because no one can really tell. <laughs> it's like an in-joke for the Revolution Record staff, yes. Oh, yeah, you mean the CD Emporium? CD Emporium. No, like... Yeah, quick, yeah, I do. Quickly becomes a who's on first. Yes. <laughs> okay, so with the setup complete, we are ready to move into the day. This yeah. uh, The gameplay for this is going to take place over three acts with a, uh, with a prologue and an epilogue. Um... Both, both being completed as music montages. The way that this game is going to be played is um, in each act, um, we're going to have a scene spotlighting one of y'all's characters. There can be interaction with NPCs, uh, interaction with uh, other players, but it's going to be mostly about you um, and tackling a trouble that has show- and tackling a trouble or a task that has shown up for the store. Um, the three acts, by the way, are going to be opening the store the record signing, 
and then closing this door. During uh, during each of your scenes, uh, you'll be able to take one of three different actions. You can choose to double down uh, on the task, which is no which is uh, no joking, just like getting at the task at hand and making sure it gets done. Uh, you can choose to take a moment, which is instead putting aside the task and taking a moment to heal a relationship uh, with uh, another person at the table. Um, or you can shoot for your goal which is trying to attempt both your goal and the assigned task at the same time. But you'll have to split up the dice that we're going to be rolling uh, ah. between those. Uh, for this game, uh, each everybody is going to need uh, at least, like, two D6s. I will, I will explain more as we kind of, like, get into the scenes themselves, how the mechanics of mm -hmm. each of these uh, are going to work. But for, uh, but for now, it's just know that, like... Uh, we're going to get uh, we're going to get into an act. There's going to be a task, and you're going to choose one of three ways to approach it. With that, let's get into the opening montage. Um, Woo -woo. It is a new day at Revolution Records. A big day. Lots of preparation has been at hand, and the big shot is going to be on his way for the record si signing. What? Uh, so what is going to be hap happening to open up the store? Who's there? Uh, who's going to be there first? I think we all know. But yeah. Yo. <laughs> yeah. That one's an easy call. Exactly. I've been here a month and already I have the keys. <laughs> yes. So the way I want to do this is kind of like popcorn with like setting things up. Uh, like so we can all kind of like co so we can all kind of like uh, like co-GM and like kind of like build this store. Mm -hmm. Um so Tess, you arrived there first. Uh, like even even I imagine before Dan. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. It is the it is the crack of it is the crack of early morning, and uh, you are there. Uh, what does opening up look like? Um, okay, opening up looks like um, unlocking the door, which obviously <laughs> has been like graffitied in the night as it is every uh -huh. single night. <laughs> Um, and, and considering whether or not I have the time to try and scrub that off, but as soon as I look in, I can see that the closers did not do a particularly good job. There is, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's trash down the aisles. The cash register is like literally open. God. Um, there's a, there's a possum in the corner. <laughs> It's a heavy sigh, but this is not the worst that I have opened oh, yeah. before. Yeah, Peter the Possum. Uh, it is. <laughs> we all know Peter, honorary employee. Uh, yeah, that's my first task is to grab the broom and try to usher Peter out the door. Peter, not today. Bad Peter, day, Peter. hisses at you and uh, runs underneath a uh, a, a uh, music booth <laughs> into into the hole in the wall that is behind there. <laughs> <laughs> foreshadowing he's gonna come back to bite the big shot later oh god yes. Chekhov's possum so. you uh you uh Tess ducks down looks underneath the uh the music stand and you see two and you see two white uh like tiny white re reflections off of black eyes like a doll's eyes peering at you from the interior of the wall <laughs> you survive another day possum but you can't keep this up. <laughs> his, ti his tiny pink hand reaches out and grabs a Cheeto that rolled underneath the stand and pulls it into the wall. You hear faint, you hear faint crunching. Um, and uh, about the about this time, uh, someone else rolls into the store. 
you you hear the snapping of fingers and the pointing of uh, and the pointing of said finger guns as they are unholstered. Um, <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh no! How's my how's my star employee doing, Mister Jefferson? Uh, hello, doing fantastic. You don't have to, you know, How are you? You know me, Tess. You don't have to be that formal. It's Dan. Dan. To it, we're all family here. We're all family. Hey, bring it in. Bring it in. <laughs> I mean, Dan. Actually, I have to go make the coffee. I'll be hey, right back. Hey, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. Okay, maybe uh, uh, could use a little sweeping up out here if you don't mind, Mister Jefferson. <laughs> oh, and Des ducks into the back to make coffee. For sure, you know I'm part of the team, just like everybody else. I'm here to pitch in. Um, and uh, Jefferson <laughs> grabs your uh, dust room and begins uh, <laughs> dusting. Amazing. Um. The mute, uh, the music montage keeps on a rolling, and we go and we uh, transit and we transition um, from boy band into uh, industrial uh, into some post industrial. Yes, I think the post industrial uh, sound effects are layered by the deeply horrifying sounds that Randall's shitty car make. <laughs> it's not immediately clear which of the sounds you are hearing are from the music versus from the car, yep. uh, as some of the instruments in the song playing were made using scrap metal off of old shitty cars. Uh, Randall pulls into the parking lot. He makes abs- You have absolutely no indication from when he parks the car that he will at any point actually leave the car. Um, he is still entirely inside the car. When he parks it, his first action is to put his feet up on the dashboard to root around on the floor of the car, produce a bag of chips, um, eat about 90% of the bag of chips, stretch slowly, put on his flannel, and then walk inside. He comes in through the back, um awesome and uh his first action upon upon arrival um after a small a small sort of like more insist um to Tess is to uh lean down behind that uh music stand near the hole in the wall and pour the final five percent of the chip crumbs into the hole <laughs> for the possum oh <laughs> Randall 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 we've talked about this incredible well, you're longer than you have what what can I say <laughs> and how are you just now getting here? You left home before me. Errands, you know? <laughs> I'm a busy man. Well, maybe you can get busy. Uh, getting the cash register up and running. <sighs> hey. Sure, manager. Gotta, gotta connect that bad boy to the internet via dial-up. <laughs> Randall the Mandel, how you doing, man? Hey, only 15 minutes late this time. We're improving. You know it, Dan Dan, you're the boss. I aim to please. Fist bumps. Absolutely. Uh, fist bumps explodes, uh, goes for another, uh-huh. like, goes for another, like, pound it, and up and down, uh-huh, and trying to yeah. do a secret handshake. Yeah, y'all, secret. It secret becomes hand- rock, paper, scissors halfway through. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Randall. Randall wanders off to fix the cash register. I think, for all of his other chaotic effects, Randall certainly does know how to count money. <laughs> I think he can. He can be trusted upon to know how that works and to take that seriously. Incredible. Um, and uh, then our our final character enters the scene. Uh, for the people in the store, uh, it appears as though Kimmy has skateboarded from home. Uh. <laughs> And pulls up to the parking lot. In reality, what has happened is Kimmy's stepmom has dropped her off a block away from the store. 
and she's ridden the skateboard the block to the to the record store uh so that everyone can see her as she does the thing she just learned where she like kicks the nose and catches it let's go uh to look real cool um but her unzipped backpack uh number of poorly folded zines just start like falling out of it uh so the the moment and the effect are ruined as she scrambles around to pick them up uh comes inside puts some of them on like a little table with like a little like uh one dollar sign uh on top of the the zines that have been there for now an entire year because no one's buying (laughs) oh And so I think we get like little snippets of these scenes over like like uh like posted over like you know nineties grunge nineties grunge mm-hmm. uh, and like Brit pop um, where like we see um uh our, we see like Randall like flipping through mo- uh, flipping through money uh, on the cash mm-hmm. register uh, Tess like uh, trying to turn on the copy machine and have it like burble and smoke and her giving a deep sigh um <laughs> uh kimmy arrive arriving just now and like what and seeing um dan dan approach and seeing dan dan approach um finger guns at the ready <laughs> kim kim toucan toucan dan looks like you're the last in, in the shop and you know what that means uh do I know what this means? You won a prize! <laughs> Is it cleaning the bathrooms again? It's helping me decorate! Haha, <laughs> you just uh, got pumped! Anyway, um, so it's about November, it's November 3rd, so you know, it's time for all the Halloween decorations to come down, and uh, if the, if the, if uh, we're gonna get ready for Aquarius, and also the, like, the shopping season, uh, time for new decorations to go up, you know? So, uh, I got some stuff. They got some posters for Aquarius that need to go up. And, uh, I guess, uh, I got a Christmas tree that I want to get going as well as like some lights that are, that are going up. Kimmy is less upset about this and it seems like she might be, uh, she enjoys getting to touch the Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, I, I say, even though they're coming down. Yeah, yeah. yeah, even if they're coming down. Amazing. It's a good day if you get to fondle a skeleton. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Same. Um, what, do, what do chiropractors and Home Depot skeleton enthusiasts have in common? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so... Uh, you know that like uh there's a uh there's a supply closet in back that's like got a lot of the stu- uh decorations re- uh ready i guess we should uh set the scene for a little bit of the store like i mean everyone who's been into a record store generally knows what they're mm-hmm. looking at um it's going to be rows and rows of rows and rows of music shelves many of which uh, many of which uh in this in revolution records look like they've been uh like built by hand from the lumber that they found around the neighborhood or picked up and and uh picked up and altered from like the garage sales that dan dan uh like that dan dan uh looks through looking through uh, looking for uh used and pre-loved records to bring bring in the po- the walls are of course like covered in a uh nice complete layer of stickers posters and sign and and signs um yeah in each aisle the top section of boxes is bands that you've heard of uh, and the bottom section is unlabeled unorganized 25 cents trash <laughs> <laughs> 
that tracks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he um he puts his keys on his hand and then pops his wrist so that they uh fly over towards you. Um, towards who? Towards you. <laughs> oh, okay. My closet keys. Yeah. Uh, and as has been established, I am not high because I don't have a supply any longer. And though I'm dealing with uh, crippling sobriety, uh, <laughs> I do my best to reach up and grab these fire closet keys. Incredible. Um, yeah. Uh, you, uh, like, sna- uh, do you snatch them out of the air? Like, uh, the only thing that we're going to be rolling for in this game is the, re- is the outcome of a task. Um, so for the rest of it, it's, it's up to you. Pick Kimmy's competency yeah. level of the moment. Uh, I do, but it's not like a clean snatch. It's like most of the keys have gone through my fingers, so it looks like I've got kind of like haphazard Wolverine claws as I bring it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, awesome. it's very messy, but I've done it. Much like the skateboard kick followed by the zines falling out of your backpack, today you are effective but not elegant. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Uncoordinated, but it's not like I'm rolling nat ones over here. <laughs> no. Amazing. Uh, and you co- you go back and you see your brother at the register. Um, you you pass him on the way to the supply closet. Uh, not my brother. Oh, no, no, not your brother. Oh, ex- Old, a- former a- weed dealer. Excuse me, former weed dealer. Tess is uh, Randall's little sister. Um, yes. Yeah, excuse me, I'm breaking the fiction here. Um, uh, I, uh, I I'm still trying to like impress Randall because Randall's still like the cooler older kid. Uh-huh. So as I pass by, I'm like, hey, I got, like, a new sticker on my skateboard, you know, whatever. And I, like, leave the skateboard over there so he can check it out while I'm in the mm-hmm. supply closet. I mean, Randall will. That's an activity that doesn't involve actual work. Um, <laughs> cool. So he will he will take a long time to admire this skateboard. Awesome. And uh, so you go into the su- so you go into the supply closet. Uh, it is stuffed with boxes of old albums that have not been gone gone through, collected from garage sales and flea markets. There are new CD imports that have not been unpacked. There are, of course, the decorations that you need, and a door that has never been opened. And your Christmas uh, box is labeled like pretty like readily visible. It's underneath a few other boxes that you need to get to, but yeah, it's back there. Uh, and have I just not noticed this door before? Have I never been in the supply closet oh, no, it's, in the last year? It's it's been there, and okay. it and it remains locked. And Dan refuses uh, to talk about it. I feel like every time I've been in here in the last year, I've tried a different key mm-hmm. when Dan's not looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and since this is like I'm going off to college, I gotta find out what's in here. Fuck selling uh. a poetry zine, I guess. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Uh, well, I think it's time to move into how we're going to approach this scene. Uh, so, there are three ways that you can approach the scene. Um, you can either double down on the task, uh, in which case you will get an extra die to roll. Um, you will be rolling against moi. I am the forces of entropy um, here to tear your store apart and the man. Um and I will be rolling D6s, uh, and I'll be rolling a D6 for every trouble that is above, that is uh, at three or above. We will both roll our dice and compare them. And if, um, and if the dice are, if my dice is higher, it is, it is a failure for you. If your dice is higher, it is a victory. Um, and if the dice are tied, then the, uh, then the event is put on hold. Um, and we'll find out what happens to, uh, in the next scene. 
Um, sure. Yeah. So. So I would say uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene a little bit. Yeah. I am trying keys. I'm trying not to get caught in that I am still doing the tasks that have been assigned to me. Mm-hmm. But there is a real nightmare before Christmas kind of thing happening out there because the Halloween decorations are not down and the Christmas decorations are not quite up. <laughs> so I am so Beautiful. preoccupied with trying the keys that I'd say I'm doubling down. Amazing. Um, okay, so doubling down is going to be on the uh, the task that the boss has given to you, but... um. Oh, oh! Uh, you know what? Before you make that decision, too, I should explain what the mechanical ramifications of these other choices are. Um, I want you to make this with, like, full information. So, if you heal a relationship, you can call upon that person to help you in future roles. Um, they will roll a die, and uh, they will roll a die with you, and you can choose which die to use. Additionally, if you decide to shoot for your goal you will be rolling dice and deciding which dice will go to your task and which dice will go to accomplishing your goal. The first time you do that, you take this option, you will just be rolling one die and you'll have to put it towards either your goal or your task. But once you do that, you get to mark either I am determined or I have a plan. In which case, all future rolls where you shoot for the goal again, you get to roll another die. So in other words... The first time you choose shoot for shoot for the goal, you roll one die. The next time you roll two, and the next time you roll three. These can also be modified um, by taking a moment. Hmm. No one's in the store to sell a zine to. It's still opening time. Right. But yeah, you may also oh but you may also double down, which will just give you an extra die on the roll. I don't. I mechanically, I don't care if these decorations go up or down. I'm happy to be preoccupied, but I'm not trying to do a great job. Um, okay, you you could do the the take a moment and try to get someone to look through this magical door with you. As I'm very half heartedly taking these decorations back and forth, often the same decoration is being brought out of the closet and then brought back into the closet. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, I'm really I'm stopping by Randall's. Uh, like spot at the register to like mm-hmm. like oh yeah you're looking at the look at the the and I'm like pointing out like oh yeah I got this new rut from like this turn I did this sick nasty turn uh, <laughs> oh sweet and then I eventually I slip into conversation like uh my secret door plans mm-hmm. like hey uh I'm getting I'm getting nowhere back here with these teas in the secret door <laughs> something like that you've been here for three years you know what's you know what's behind this door. Now I feel like I need a moment to decide narratively if <laughs> like what what's interesting or what the options are there, since there are not a ton of official mechanics mm-hmm. uh, in this game. I feel like um, no, I think I think the fun the funnier and more open the funniest most open ended response I can think of is that Randall Randall kind of shrugs and is like, "Have you ever seen Have you ever seen the boss man ask me to decorate anything?" He wants me to go through that door. You got potential, <laughs> you know. Ambition. It's important. I've heard. Uh, or like I'm like the chosen one, and he's chosen me to see what's on the other side of the door. That's why he keeps putting me in this closet. Uh, 
I'm not high, but I feel like I'm playing my character high. <laughs> I feel like my character had like two little seeds left somewhere that he. That... <laughs> You've just been like scraping things out of like the carpet <laughs> of your room. Yeah. Desperately rolling. Um. But yeah, like Rand- Randall's like nodding affirmatively. I think he's also like getting kind of sidetracked in your description. He's like, you said there were boxes of. Like, there were some boxes of CDs and things we haven't put out here yet either. Yeah, they yeah. Good? These... As you all whisper surreptitiously about the plans of Dan, <laughs> da- of Dan, Dan, and what could what could mm-hmm. he really mean? You look back and see that uh, Dan has, for the fourth time, hung a poster and taken a uh, a level to it um, to make sure it is perfectly square. <laughs> and then he looks back, oh and puts his fists on his hips, and shakes his head like, "Nope," <laughs> and goes back to hang it again. <laughs> <laughs> there are reasons Randall has not been asked to decorate the store. Uh, I feel like I'm like putting putting like Christmas baubles on skeletons and mm-hmm. Santa hats on disemboweled figurines and that kind of thing. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, but yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm pretty heavily in take a moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I feel like Randall's gonna like get you to pass him one of the boxes of random crap that's in storage and start start sort of methodically looking through it for anything that he so finds personally So we haven't cleaned up anything. We've just made it no. more messy by pulling more mm-hmm. stuff out. Mm-hmm. I love it. Cool. So how does, this moment, how does this moment connect you guys more? Well, I think, for one thing, we are doing an act... We are doing... It may not be the most efficient work-based activity, but we are doing something mildly work-based that does involve our own passions. We're not... Mm-hmm. I don't think we're doing the task at hand perfectly, but I think it sounds to me like Kimmy's making our store look interesting and eclectic. Um, yeah. And Randall is seeing if there's anything fun to sell that wasn't known about yet. So I think in terms of the scale of work ambition that these two are likely to have, they're both riding pretty high. If you grade on a curve, <laughs> this is productive. Awesome. Okay, so let's go. then let's go to resolving the scene. So, in taking a moment, after taking a moment, it is time to get back to the task at hand. It's natural that you, uh, after you've spent time working things out with your friend, you might only br- briefly describe how you handle the, the scene's task. And we touched on that. The first things first is, um, uh, Kimmy, do you feel like you and Randall are cool? Yes. Randall, do you feel like you and Kimmy are cool? Yes. All right. You may both check your box uh, and change your uh, change the status of your relationship from uncool to cool. Sweet. Okay. So, um, as for you, Kimmy, um, if you took a moment, you'll still end your scene by rolling to see if you succeeded your task. Did you manage to help the store, or did taking a moment cause new troubles? Let's roll to find out. Okay. So it I looks like it's. I say I know that I did. It looks like it's unmodified. Uh, so it's just going to be you're rolling a one d six, and I'm rolling one d six, and whoever whoever rolls higher wins. So. Okay, I have my number. Ooh, I have mine too. What you get? It's it's a one. <laughs> I got a two. <laughs> um, that is going to be a that is going to be a fail. Um, so. Things are going to escalate, and uh, things are going to escalate in the store. And I'm going to draw a trouble card. That is a diamond. Ooh. So diamond is going to be money. So money's at two now. Mm-hmm. Money, uh, money has uh, gone up to two. 
Um, so I think what happens is, like, as you guys are going through this stuff, you realize that, like, mm-hmm. a lot of, like, the Christmas decorations have gone bad. Um, or, mm. like, uh, a lot of the lights don't work anymore. Uh, the Christmas mm-hmm. tree is, the Christmas tree is, like, uh, turned into a rat's nest. Um, <laughs> and, uh, the boss says you all need to, need to, uh, like, buy new decorations. So oh, you make a quick uh-huh. trip out to the hardware store and come back with some new stuff, mm-hmm. um, that is hung up. But it is further eating into the already dwindling budget of the store. Yep. Okay. Um, I think that, uh, we're ready to go to our next scene. Uh, who wants to go next? I am happy either way. Yeah, uh, I feel like good. I'll take it. Whatever. Yeah. I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask if you wanted to take it now or if you wanted to let the two of us wreak chaos <laughs> and then see, I, I think we haven't heard from Tess in a little bit. Let's, let's, uh, yeah, I think let's, let's, do it. let's see what's going on with Tess. So how's that, how's that coffee coming Tess? I had to, uh, take apart the coffee machine and put it back together, but it's working now. <laughs> There's enough coffee for me, there's enough coffee for Mr. Jefferson, and everyone else can go get their own coffee. <laughs> Amazing. You you walk out of the break Reasonable. room and turn right, and there is a, a smiling skeleton with a Santa hat uh, like, <laughs> being hung, hung next to you. <laughs> you know what? I think that kind of works. I think, <laughs> I think we can keep that. We'll just uh, move that closer to the, to the, to the spooky bands, <laughs> and... That'll be great. Uh, and then I, I pass uh, Mr. Jefferson his coffee, of course. Ooh, nice and piping hot. Thank you, Tess. Takes take, take it. Ow. Uh, <laughs> burns himself on it. Um, mm-hmm. ha- happy to help, Mr. Jefferson. So, uh, Mr. Jefferson, uh, Dan Dan tries uh, tries to like uh, like kneel down and like put a hand on your shoulder and say. So Tess, and then uh, and then he kneels down. And it's like a foot like below your height, and then he like stands back up and uh, like puts a hand on your shoulder. Tess, you know I'd only appoint my number one a- my number one agent on a mission like this. Oh, uh, t- Tess is beaming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is very important. This is very important. You understand. Where Aquarius is going to oh. be coming in, I need everything today to run super smooth, smooth as that, silk. I intend to make it perfect, smooth yes. as soap. Sure, smooth or silk, as if you wanted to use a more conventional yeah. aphorism. Yeah, but... smooth as wet sand. Um, so <laughs> I need you to go over to Emporium. And tell me what they're up to. Oh, this is a secret mission. Yes, <laughs> you're going to be oh, you're going is... to be undercover. You understand? Can't let them know. Can't let them know. They they'll recognize me. They know the Dan Dan. <laughs> they know the record man. I need you to go in for for me and tell me what they are doing. Because if I know Emporium, they're plotting. They are, aren't they? They are. They are up to some. Nasty business. <sighs> Mr. Jefferson, I am on the case. I can promise you this. Claps you on the shoulder. I to... knew I could count on I knew I could count on you. I'm gonna root <laughs> out whatever they're up to. Okay. I'm gonna have to take a bus, so I will be a little while. <laughs> that's a, that's okay. I think when I, that's okay. I think when comes in about ten minutes, I take the bus here. Um 
and he takes another sip and burns his mouth again and um like sends you on your way all right and i'm out the door <laughs> oh this sounds like such a great opportunity to try and uh shoot for my goal while i'm at mm-hmm. yeah so the cd emporium so i i think that Indeed. i think the cd emporium is like three blocks away um somewhere I'm not taking the bus very far yeah <laughs> yeah but um it is it is close enough that it is in tight competition um mm. but um yeah so um how will you approach this task will you be doubling down will you be taking a moment or will you be trying to achieve your goal I'm going to try to achieve my goal. Okay. So I want, I, what I am hoping is that I can do a little bit of, of subtle investigation work around here to maybe get a hint for what kind of passwords can be cracked. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see. All right. And you, uh, and you walk in and there, and, um, you are Oh, Harold. actually, wait. Oh, I, I, I need, I need to retcon a moment oh, yeah, before yeah, yeah. I go to the CD Emporium. Uh, I go over to Randall's car because I know for a fact that they don't know how to lock the back passenger side door. Oh no, it's been broken for years. <laughs> so I just it's pop been it open. For years. And yes. like, there's a lot of clothes back there. <laughs> it's not all Randall's. So I go... No. <laughs> so I go and I pull out some bits of, of disguise beautiful so I, I exchange my blazer for a, a a i don't know a grotesque flannel yes you know something that's been back here for a while Incredible. this perhaps at one time this was perhaps at one time this was a like blue and red flannel this is now a gray and less gray flannel <laughs> yes oh like one of the arms it doesn't quite bend there's an yep. audible crack. It's, Indeed. It's the worst thing I've ever worn. But It truly is. But in terms of disguise, it will certainly make you look less like yourself. <laughs> um, and then I'm off. In, like, in my head, I'm going with spy music. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. You know what I think you also filch from the, from the back of Randall's car? Like a big pair of like aviators or something. Uh, oh my god yes. yeah <laughs> yeah there's lots of like overlayers are back here things randall or randall's friends have like chucked off in the car and then forgotten were there mm-hmm. so amazing okay so you 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 make your way to cd emporium uh and you're heralded by the slide of doors and a bing bong um <laughs> welcoming you in automatic door <laughs> The uh the, the sterile wire grates hold the CD uh sta- stacks and uh your in your uh shoes click on the uh lamp on the uh laminate uh floor beneath you white neon uh, white neon buzzes overhead as uh as it illuminates the um, I illuminates the four posters on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> So many posters. Mm-hmm. I'm t- I'm taking mental snapshots of this entire. Moment. You do, however, also see a juice bar here, though, and there's more people over at the juice bar than there are like <laughs> browsing the shops. But like, they get juice here, huh? We got juice here. <laughs> Weird. Should we get juice? Maybe we could be a coffee bar, come music store. 
that, that would be, be fun. Um, all right, yeah, no, I'm gonna I sidle up to the juice bar attendant. That's the weak link here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I, uh, using uh, all of my wiles, uh, say, say there, good looking juice slinger. You wouldn't happen to know if there are any events occurring in this general area today, and also the birth date of the CEO. (laughs) Uh, Well, it's Wednesday, so we got like 5% off our, our like meal in a cup shakes. No, no, no. I meant for the CD Emporium, to which you are adjacent. Oh, yes. Um, yeah, they let us set up in here. Um, so I don't know. Jessica! And then you hear from the <laughs> from the counter, like, way across her. What? <laughs> so, is there anything going on today? I think, like, I think, I think, like, Revolution's doing something. No, like, here like here <laughs> so, oh i don't know i don't know let me check and she like turns around to the office before hey frank <laughs> <laughs> i love this shouting based workspace uh-huh. it, i love that their their workspace is big enough that they can they need to shout <laughs> i don't think that's a problem at revolution records i think no. you nearly walk into people by accident whether you mean to or not <laughs> awesome and a um a a basuited man um like peeks his head out peeks his head out the door it's like inside voices please um <laughs> oh this is a man after my own heart <laughs> i was going to say is tess going to get like wooed oh, no. by cd record by like cd emporium you know what i i am i'm feeling a little bit just Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! The way that the way the 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 gray suit hangs off his shoulders because it's not a little bit too big for him. A true uh, professional. <laughs> Jessica gets and eventually after like an exchange with the manager here, um, you hear it. Yeah, uh, you you catch you catch the name, um, uh, Mister Benson. Mister uh, Benson. Mister Benson, Esquire. Um, <gasps> Keep it together. Keep it together. <laughs> um, you also see that Mr. Benson, ha- uh, like, threw, like, the window to Mr. Benson's office so that he can watch the see- the store at all times uh, is also a laptop computer. Oh! They're making the yeah. big bucks here in 1999. New tech. Um, uh... And uh, yeah, you eventually you you learn that um, well today uh, uh, today there was none other than a clearance on <coughs> checks list of nineties <laughs> genre music. <laughs> There's a clearance on, on bluesy jams. <laughs> They're marked with little bluesy blue stickers. Jams. Um, bluesy jam track. No, wait. This place is supposed to be uncool. They wouldn't have bluesy jam tracks. Well, they don't necessarily uh, have good bluesy jams. Fair. <laughs> um, trip. If hop. it's a boy band clearance, that we could add to the 
the wooing oh, of Tess. If it is a boy band clearance, that's going to be really hard to get me out of this building. <laughs> no. Oh, God. You know what it is? Um, what is it? it? Is what their, is it? It is their monthly sale on uh merch for on merch for this uh like super popular brit pop band um that swept the nation uh oh my is god maybe like oh no, or it's mm-hmm. the cockroaches yeah um, i was ready to say the isopods yeah, <laughs> yeah the isopods that's it yeah <laughs> yeah it's the it's their monthly isopod sale because they constantly are pushing this so they, uh, yeah. So eventually, that gets relayed to you by the three-way yelling, <laughs> and uh, the ju- the juice barista. It's like, oh yeah, I Excellent. guess they're selling ice pod stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think I think this is this has given me enough insight into the the way the the, the relationship web of this store mm-hmm. of, of my quarry here. Yes. That I want to see if I am able to accomplish my task or my goal. Yes. All right. So you are going to roll one die. One die. One die. You got a three? I got a three. I got a four. You monster. <laughs> the forces of entropy. They continue to thwart us. Oh. So you hear uh, inside... And, Je- and Jessica, like, and Jessica, I need you to not bother me for a little bit. There's something very important I need to take care of. And Mr. Benson closes the door. <laughs> Damn. Oh. Uh, this information has eluded you. This important intel. Um, and uh, unfortunately, you have not found any hard points to uh, jack into. Um, so, uh, but I do, I do have a plan now. Yes. So now you get to mark that you have a plan, and in the future, uh, when you attempt to uh, when you attempt to accomplish your goal again, you will roll two dice, one of which you may put towards your task, and one of which you may put towards your goal. All right, excellent. All right, I'm going to buy some juices so it's not suspicious. <laughs> kind of hoped you might. <laughs> uh, like it's just two wheatgrass shakes. There's nothing else. Incredible. In them. It's horrible the, and then they're called the green extremes and then on my way back i ha- i assume cd emporium is right next to the all year round christmas store so i will <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep yep and uh and you see and uh and you see your uh your brother's clunker uh sitting yep. out in the parking lot indeed supply run mm-hmm. and you get a and you get a ride um you get a ride back to revolution. Oh, so, great. I love sitting in this car. It's one of <laughs> definitely definitely a full spectrum sensory experience. <laughs> All right, and so we're going to pick up at our at our third spotlight scene um with Randall. Yes. Randall, what task has been assigned to you? We'll have to see. So far Randall has uh, counted counted everything in the cash register and mm-hmm. sorted through a weird box of storage <laughs> of records that were in storage. <laughs> Most of which I think are headed for the twenty five cent bin, but maybe maybe there's one or two things he thinks are actually neat. 
Oh, wait. Don't you need to draw a trouble for me since I failed? Oh, oh yeah. You sh I, I sure do. Thank you for reminding me. Track out troubles. God, you're so responsible. You're reminding the GM. <laughs> teacher about that things homework. need to get worse oh, for us. God, Thank you, teacher. Uh, professor, bad. you forgot to assign us the homework. <laughs> uh, that is a clubs. Uh, oh, that's not Community good. problems accelerate. Oh, no. We're at four. Yeah, I, I think that's actually perfect because it means um, that uh, CD Emporium's record, uh, CD Emporium's plans are uh, accelerating as well. Mm -hmm. um, not only do you hear Mr. Benson say, um, like, uh, uh, it's like, don't disturb me. I need to work on something. You also hear him say, it's like, uh, revolution will never see this coming. <laughs> oh and my God. closes the door. Amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, so, we now go to Randall. I think that uh, Dan Dan has requested that you um, advertise the big event. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, is you, he's uh, he's gonna need you to like hang up some posters to pass mm -hmm. out some flyers. Um, uh, remember, like, this is gonna be a big day for shop for shoppers, so yes, uh, so remember to also like push that we got a 10% sa sale if people buy over $30 worth of uh stuff, then also 20% off all um uh Aquarius merch. Mm -hmm. You got it, boss man. So, how are you uh, approaching this task? Yes, I mean, I think there's two phases. I think the first thing that Randall does is the easiest possible thing, which is to just stick a couple of these announcements physically in and around the store itself. Um, <laughs> with the justification <laughs> that people will obviously need this information once they're in the store as well. Nothing Incredible. he puts anywhere is level. He does not have Dan Dan's technique. Um, he's much more rustic. I, I'm imagining, like, you're taping these, like, on the window, and then, yes. like, like, te <laughs> like, Tess and Kimmy, you, like, see Randall on the outside. Randall, you, like, wave to them <laughs> on the inside to, like, mm -hmm. point at the poster. Yep. <laughs> Tess points away, away. Randall, like, Randall, like, looks I'm at you with genuine confusion for a second, and then he, like, starts to walk away, and then, like, immediately comes back because he's not carrying most of the posters. Yeah. Um, so he comes back inside and actually, like, retrieves yeah. the posters that he needs to take to put other places. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Dan is actually going to tell you, it's like, ah, shoot and darn. I have, for, I, I must have gotten the order wrong. We, we don't have enough posters. I need you to get, I need you to get some more, some more for me, Rand Randall. You can do that for me, right, champ? Oh, yeah, I'll hit up the coffee shop, boss man. Coffee shop, sorry, not coffee shop. Maybe the coffee shop, too. Have you had coffee? I haven't had coffee. <laughs> You know, uh, I I believe that I believe that your sister has made a fresh uh pot for us. I made enough for two, Mister Jefferson. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> Randall kind of shrugs. He's like, "Well, I should probably put some flyers at the coffee shop anyway." So she's the best. You you've got such a productive young sister. You know that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Uh. So. You, uh, you've been tasked with, uh, like, making more, uh, making and getting more of these posters. Uh, yes. However, you also remember that you are banned from the local cop, uh, copy <laughs> shop after the unfortunate, unfortunate, uh, butt cheek incident. Oh my uh, god. <laughs> of course. So, 
if you're if uh you need to figure out what you're going to do to either get this uh place to make copies for you or find mm-hmm. something else that's gonna work. Yep. How else how else might you advertise? Amazing. Yeah, I mean I'm thinking <laughs> there are many there are many options in my head, which I feel like perhaps I think it would be entirely in character for Randall to do a range of varied and haphazard things. Um mm-hmm. including like I don't want to toss in tell me how much I'm allowed to toss in NPCs. Uh, um, please, please. Because Randall is a local weed man. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So Randall's got um, connections. Randall's got yes. Um, so I think I think possibilities include uh, Randall attempting to conscript friends of his who work in shitty office buildings to copy things for him. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Uh, and also and also potentially um, I'm also figuring that he keeps saying coffee shop because I am personally deciding that he probably is like dating a girl who works there. Nice. <laughs> and so entirely <laughs> intends to just like kill time there for a little bit too now that he has an excuse. Uh-huh. I'm I'm envisioning like the montage of Randall doing this and like intercut yes. between every other shot is Randall back at the coffee shop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um and things. Yeah, Melissa's on shift, so she doesn't have a lot of time. He has to keep rotating because <laughs> she still has to make drinks for people. Um, he has put up posters in the coffee shop, though. He did do that much. Cool. <laughs> he does genuinely <laughs> think that's a good thing to do. Awesome. So, what kind of approach um, do you think you're taking? I mean, I think the I think the strategy is. I mean, also like he was late because errands. He's uh-huh. definitely going to go sell some people weed right now too. Um, okay. And so I think I think his his order of operations is probably coffee shop, put a poster up, make out with his girlfriend while she's on her smoke break. Right. Actually order a coffee, put up another poster because why not? <laughs> yeah. Get back uh, in the car, put posters up some places at random, um, and then try to try to hit up um an office drone friend who's on a lunch break to sell him weed and try to get him to Xerox things. Awesome. To rephrase, do you yes. think you are doubling down, taking a moment? Or shooting for your goal. Hmm. I think if you want to pick one of yeah. those for mechanical reasons. We can mm-hmm. rework the scene in your favor. Don't feel confined yes. by the role play that you have done. I would say I feel like I feel like for Randall this is doubling down. Yeah. I don't think he's that. <laughs> he's taking this the task about as seriously as like for about as seriously as he knows how to take it. <laughs> like posters are getting put up places. That is happening. Yeah. And remember, you can call on the help of your friend, who you have mm-hmm. a cool relationship with. Mm-hmm. This is true. I mean, I think, depending on how well this goes, it may become a situation of having to be like, Hey, Kimmy, I need you to go into this coffee, sh- into this <laughs> coffee shop because I am banned. Mm-hmm. I've done unspeakable things to these cannons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he, he probably would do that, too, because Kimmy makes zines. Oh, that's true. You're you're well, right. I'm extremely familiar with these machines. Yes. Awesome. I think that that is a great reason to have Kimmy help you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kimmy, yeah. you will be rolling a die and uh, giving it to Randall. Um, great. I'm real good at that. As as history has cool. Shows. So I do. I roll one as well. Uh, d- depends on what you are doing. Um, if you are uh taking a mo- if you are taking a moment, then that would be counting as like repairing a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. if you are doubling down, you will roll two dice. If you are rolling for a goal, then you will be rolling one die. I'm already cool with Kimmy, so I think I'm doubling down. Okay, then double down, and Kimmy, add one to that. I rolled a six! Yo! I rolled a four. 
I rolled a three. <laughs> Randall <laughs> is Randall's the number one employee today. <laughs> oh wait, so so oh, it's like advantage. Like you happen? just take the highest of all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Yep. Yep. You take the highest. Yeah. So I think I think that I think that means it's like I do not think the I think Randall does attempt. I think Randall's first attempt is to get his like office drone friend to copy things because then it would be free. Uh huh. And his office drone friend is like. There is no way I can make this poster look like it is work important. I do not know. I <laughs> believe I will be able to do this surreptitiously. <laughs> oh, <laughs> These are you... large pictures of a glam rock man. <laughs> you know what I'm also imagining? Like, uh, like you, like, uh, you send like uh, it's like, well, okay. So what am I printing? And like, you take a picture with like one of the really old school camera phones mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like i can't print that <laughs> like take a picture of a poster with your camera phone and send that to mm-hmm. him in all like 128 bit glory <laughs> yes it loads line by line <laughs> mm-hmm. and then randall's like wait kimmy kimmy makes zines i'm a genius <laughs> i will voice this upon her <laughs> But you are a genius because it works out great. Uh, it does Kimmy's, work out great. Kimmy's a frequent uh, frequent buyer there. You can get a discount. Uh, She's probably more Dan- efficient at doing this than Randall would be too. Yeah, and uh, Toucan Dan is uh, thrilled that you're able to yep. get a discount on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tess is baffled that you accomplished this simple task. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, like in fact, it's like, hey, keep this up and ma- keep this up and. Maybe that employee of the month might. Maybe that employee of the month might shift positions, huh? He punches you in the shoulder, and uh, uh. in full view of you, Tess. <laughs> Death glare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pete the possum has an open mouth, like like looks back at you, and then looks at the camera. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. You grab a broom and chase him off again. Yeah, um, Randall's living the high life. He's got he got a bunch of day old pastries from the cafe. <laughs> he succeeded at a task. Awesome. And so the store has opened. Things things are moving along, and the day is progressing, and it's almost time for the big shot. The big to shot. Arrive. But I think that is where we are going to close it up for today. Uh, we will continue. So uh, fucking tired. We, yeah. <laughs> we will continue Revolution Record, uh, the uh, the saga of Revolution Records next time. On the GCRTP cast. On the GCRTP cast. GCRTP, the LGBT TTRPG podcast. Zow. Damn. Gets smoother all the time, huh? <laughs> Been practicing every day. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Awesome. Bye, everybody. This was delightful. <laughs>